Siri and Spotify play Drake's Summer's Over interlude. September 1st, 2021. That era has passed. Nothing that belongs to it exists anymore. The summer that didn't exist ended today at 6.04 a.m. when I realized it was September 1st. When Inception talked about time folding over onto itself as the shortest distance between two points, audiences didn't believe that could happen outside of movie magic. But here we are. There are no Sharknadoes. The only summer blockbusters we experienced were the Gulf of Mexico catching on fire, a hurricane globe trotting through the southern states and up the east coast, and fire tornadoes in California. Yes, fire tornadoes. No CGI, no bad Dwayne Johnson movie cliffhanger, but cyclones of dirt and dust catching on fire. Blocks were literally being busted and flooded. What a time to be alive. But even in this system reboot that nature is trying to achieve, there's always the movies. One of the things that kept me going was watching old episodes of Siskel and Ebert at the movies. Roger Ebert became sort of a hero of mine. But other than his reviews on television, the thing that sticks with me the most is his writing. His book, A Kiss Is Still a Kiss, is enjoyable, thoughtful, and a gem. Reading Sly Stallone and Rodney Dangerfield of all people, wax poetic on the pitfalls of stardom and popularity and the loneliness and paranoia that it creates was jarring to read. To think, I may not have even given the book a chance or even known of its existence without the pandemic. What a time to be alive. Getting back to potting though will be a nice reprieve. Rewatching and recording the Basic Instinct and Showgirls episode was a total ride. This season should be another fun one. I'm not sure the next time I'll set foot in an actual movie theater, but the internet always finds a way. I'm still waiting on the 720p version of Candyman. Hackers, get to work. Until next time, peace. On a personal level, I truly believe that all my characters, they choose me. I get to be an instrument and a voice for people that are marginalized or go unheard or, or who feel voiceless. People like that come from the same community I was born and raised in, and I know what that feels like because I felt like that before. Omar Devon Little came to me by way of an audition. There was a time prior to that I had just started out as a budding actor, getting little bit parts throughout New York City, and the process had slowed up for me in regards to booking work and. I had to earn a living, so I, I opted out of Hollywood. I thought that my career had, you know, run its course. In this process, I get to do two things. I get to be this conduit for information and for an experience, and I take that with a badge of honor. Um, the other thing that, that I get to do is I get to heal. I get to have these characters show me parts of myself that I can fix or make better or get rid of or just take a look at and particularly with Omar. He was fearless, 
He was outspoken. Y'all need to open this door, man, for a huff and puff. Come on now, by the hands of your chinny chin chin. Omar, you best roll out. We up in here with the Mac 10. He suffered not even a little bit from social acceptability. You know, he didn't care what anyone thought about him, except the ones he loved. And he had a huge moral compass, and he wasn't afraid to express it. I was the complete polar opposite. I was frightened a lot of times growing up. I had a very low self-esteem and a huge need to be accepted. The only thing that I, I knew that I shared with Omar was his sensitivity and his ability to love and his ability to love deep. I knew that I had that in me. September 6, 2021. Just before the recording of this mini-episode, news broke of actor Michael K. Williams passing. He was an outstanding actor, known mostly for his iconic performance as queer Baltimore stick-up kid Omar Little from The Wire. While he was never given the chance to be the leaning man like he deserved, there was never a part too small for him. He breathed life, energy, depth, and heart into his characters. I love The Wire. It's the greatest television show of all time, but I remember the beautiful, complicated, and solemn performance as Montrose Freeman in last year's Lovecraft Country, playing opposite of Jonathan Majors and Journey Smollett. This character was hard as nails, but hiding a shame that crippled a relationship with his son, his family, and the people that he loved. Williams' performance as Montrose was moving to watch an experience. There was no shootouts, no sawed-off shotgun, no funny one-liners. It was an actor acting his ass off in a show filled with young actors who were trying to do the same. I truly hope that they learn from you. We'll miss you. We love you. Rest well. I did, you know, I think I crossed the line with, you know, my real life and Omar's uh, 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 fictional life. But I had to, you know, I learned now how to, how to separate the fictional world from my real life. But it, it was a, it, the lines got a little gray because I, I was a little green in the... In the early process of that. Well, he, he may say that he was green, but Michael has contributed two of the most iconic characters in the history of American television, with Omar and with Chalky White. What we are actually getting to witness in his young career, we're going to see a lot more, is like one of the great American actors giving voice and giving flesh to uh, characters that most people would have never given the same humanity to, of uh, giving, uh, opening a window to a world of men that we pass by or don't know about. It's one of the most innovative 
portrayals on television uh, in in our generation, and I, it was an honor, an honor for me to even share the screen with him. One of the greatest moments I've ever had in my career was the scenes that I did with Michael. He's a very special man, very special artist, and what art is to the community, thoughts are to the individual. It's the place where we reflect on who we are, and he has opened up a window of reflection to people who may pass people on the corner that they would have never given humanity to, that he has made people think twice and give humanity to these men. And that's classic American television history right there, Michael K. Williams.